It's past eight o'clock and time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from legislator Kwa Ki from the Civic Party. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Chi, anyone who has watched the television live broadcast of the first meeting of the new Legislative Council on Wednesday would have thought that the chaos are terrible. I can assure you that things can go far worse over the next four years. Quite a number of new members have improvised during the Swan Yin ceremony in order to make clear their political wills. Perhaps they take this as their performance act to express their stance and sentiments about Hong Kong's ridiculous political reality. Some find it even more absurd for Angel Lang Kuan Yun, once a British passport holder, to be allowed to contend for the important job of the president of LegCo without first completing the process of relaxing his foreign passport. Mr. Leung represented the industrial functional constituency and has stood uncontested for four consecutive terms. Whitey called a zero-vote legislator. He was a candidate chosen by Beijing to secure their control over LegCo. Beijing's control is further guaranteed by the current composition of the legislature. Half of the seats now belongs to a functional constituency, the great majority of which are under strong influence from Beijing through the central liaison office in Hong Kong. Although the pan-democratic camp received more than half of the popular votes in the election, the reality is the wills and the power of the people have never been properly represented or respected. Clearly, there's now a political deadlock in Mexico that cannot be resolved. I believe the focus will soon be shifted to the March 2017 election of the next chief executive of the Hong Kong SAR. While it is not until the end of this year that the nomination will start, people's attention is already on the likely candidates. Zhang Zhang, Jasper Zhang, Carrie Lam, and of course, the unpopular choice, Si Wai Leung. Although one of the speculated candidates, the serving financial secretary Zhang Zhan, is now enjoying highest popularity of nearly 60% support in opinion surveys, the election process is unlikely to be smooth and quiet. The next important question is, will the situation improve after the so-called ABC, that is, anyone but Siwai Leung, become a reality? I'm not so sure. One scenario is, however, certain for many political observers. The impact of the election of Si Wai Leung will be catastrophic and nothing sort of wild. Memories of the Umbrella Movement two years ago are still fresh in the minds of many Hong Kongers. On August 21, 2014, the Standing Committee of China's National People's Congress decided against granting Hong Kong will with democracy and said, a political reform package allowing thick democracy was put to vote in the legislature. What followed was a 79-day Occupy Central campaign that touched the heart and the minds of hundreds of thousands of people in Hong Kong. What we are now facing is the aftermath of the hardliner policy imposed by Beijing. Disappointment and anger helped fan and flames of pro-independence sentiment among the younger generation in Hong Kong. Autocratic style of governance will only drive more people radical, and there is no way to turn the tide. 
Once a new generation is alienated from the mainland, there's no way to win back the trust, except to give Hong Kong real democracy as promised in the basic law. We can only hope that the Beijing will understand that the more they delay true democratic elections, the more they will drive the people of Hong Kong to radicalism. Sooner or later, there will be no modest and rational groups. Only the most radical fraction will be able to win the support and become the dominant political force in Hong Kong. I'm not sure whether this is exactly what China wants. If they wipe out all opposition and only allow Communist Party and their agents in Hong Kong, it will not be the same Hong Kong that we are familiar with. Mainland officials in charge of Hong Kong affairs should urgently rethink their policies and map out a rational and logical way of dealing with the political situation here. I don't see how democratic evolution poses a bad influence to the mainland. In fact, the People's Republic of China needs to address these fundamental issues in the years to come, particularly if she wants to play a more important role in international politics. What they are doing now is trying to stay away from the topics of human rights and democracy. Such avoidance approach will not help the country in moving forward in the world arena. Hong Kong is a mature and rational society. No politician or political party can dominate the scene if they do not have proper support or transparent approach. By denying or denying the process of rational progression of political system and democracy, China is not only hurting Hong Kong but also jeopardizing her chances of gaining support and recognition in the world arena and becoming a truly great country.